The Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and at checkout enter our promo code Grampus, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your subscription. Cryptid Crate is a monthly subscription box filled with various cryptozoology and paranormal-themed items to wear, display, and collect. Each month, you can expect a carefully curated box filled with cryptastic pieces from indie makers and artisans pertaining to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, UFOs, ghosts, and other cryptid and mysterious creatures. CryptidCrate.com. Be sure to enter our promo code at checkout, and that's Grampus, G-R-A-M-P-U-S, to get 10% off the entire life of your subscription. Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me is... Chris. Carnesali. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for Rob. joining us for this week's uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get started, be sure to follow us on the social medias. we got the Twitters, we got the Instagrams, we got the Facebooks. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It helps us out greatly, and this week, we got something a little geometric. Yes, we do. we got something a little fun. It definitely is. This is the Pool Pyramid. Mm. I'm going to get it started here with this particular pyramidal crab-clawed mechanical monstrosity. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> seems to have been stalking a pair of British brothers for reasons that remain unknown to this very day. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so dramatic. With that dramatic. Utterly children. Wow. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't do this, but technically, I wrote peculiar pyramidal crab clawed oh, mechanical monstrosity oh, peculiar peculiar no you said particular oh particular you, of course <laughs> did you really <laughs> is also the case okay yeah because we are All talking right. about a specific yeah a particular entity. one is peculiar a thing no but it should if be you're talking if about packs, packs maybe yeah. oh all right it, so i was on the right track to nowhere it's fair right all right it was adorable well, sometimes I don't, I don't necessarily nail all, yeah. all the, the well, intros, but we try. with a big chest could be pecular. Yeah. That dude's really pecular. Dude, look at the pecular oh, dude. Oh, he is mad pecular. <laughs> Thrice pecular. <laughs> this story comes to us from Great Britain. All right. Okay. When, you know, they are a sober lot, a solid, totally, upstanding, yeah. stiff upper-lipped, Churchill-loving, stoic group. I'm, dude, I'm actually, ACDC and Black yeah, Sabbath. Yeah, I know. Not, I, that's actually not always true, but... I do love getting stories from England because I, I always wonder like what, what the reaction was in the press at the time. Okay. But this, this comes to us uh, from 1972, I think, right. or sometime, somewhere in the early 70s. Uh, actually, ACDC is from Australia. I'm sorry. I was oh. going to correct you, but I was like, See, I'm not going to do that. I, I, just, I was going to my head. I'm like, wait a minute. I do didn't mention Iron Maiden, and ACDC is definitely from Australia. So I'm sorry, ACDC. R.I.P. <laughs> like most children. Jeez. And did ACDC die? God damn it. Are we going to have well, to start this over? Uh, I mean, that kind of fell apart as a band, I think. But it's oh, okay. all right. All right. Like most children, seven-year-old Terrence Druce and his six-year-old, and his six-year-old brother, Broderick, the two most British folks ever. Terrence, Terrence and Broderick. Broderick. <laughs> oh, no. I can't be. Dude, uh, they totally have a TARDIS. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Absolutely. And old school and steampunky. <laughs> Likely, these children 
had an instinctive fear of the unknown and the things that lurk in the dark. However, unlike the rest of us who suffered from frightening apparitions conjured from within our own imaginations, the Druce brothers appear to have been among the unlucky few who actually awoke to have a direct confrontation with a living nightmare. Hmm, a peculiar living nightmare? Possibly. Mm. This odd account occurred in the coastal town of Poole, Pure. which is located on the southern coast of England in the county of Dorset, wherein the Druce brothers shared a tiny bedroom. Within this small confine would begin a brief and utterly bizarre series of encounters with one of the most outlandish entities on record. The initial event began in the dead of night sometime... I was wrong about the date, and I apologize. Ooh. Sometime in 1965. Oh, okay. Oh, so we're going to 65. So this goes back. This okay. goes way back. All right. When Terrence claimed to have abruptly woken from a deep sleep to see an inhuman entity lurking at the foot of his bed. Mm. According to Leslie Harris, who first published the account in the Flying Saucer Review Case Histories Number 9 in February of 1972, hence my mistake. Ooh. Okay, so it happened in 65, reported. But it was reported okay, cool. seven years later cool. by Leslie uh, Harris. The thing was, and this is a quote, a triangular-shaped entity about four feet in height. Terrence would go on to describe this strange figure as being composed of loosely, sorry, closely fitting triangles of many colors with thin black arms ending in crab-like pingers. Is it Bill Cipher from uh, Gravity Falls? You guys watch that show? I do it not. It sounds like Bill Cipher, no. yeah. So it's it's it, the first thing that I'm thinking of is like one of those like mid '80s Rubik's Cube knockoff puzzle things. Yeah, I'm sure there was a triangular one. I know there was. Oh no, I had it. The Rubik's triangle. The, okay, so they actually still, made by Rubik. Yeah. So so little triangles making a big triangle, but the weird. Well, it's weird. It's all fucking weird. But the strange thing is it has these <clears throat> arms coming off it with pinchers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes me think robotics instantly, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just strange. Some hyperdimensional organic possible robotic yeah. being. It, well, well, organic and robotic do not have to be mutually exclusive. They, but could, could be. You never know. But it could be. We shots, just don't know. Shots in the dark. The terrified oh, boy shrieked Ozzie. in surprise. Sorry, thank you. You got it. Shrieked in surprise. Shriek. The sound of which immediately woke his younger brother, Broderick, who swore that he also witnessed this unearthly equilateral entity for a scant few seconds before it vanished into thin air. Hmm. So it just pops, pops in, ah, and then pops out? Yeah. Well, the kid wakes All up. Right. It's a dead. It's at the end of his yeah. bed. Sees it. He screams, okay. understandably. His brother wakes up, sees it too. It books. And then it left. And it's boom. It vanishes. Okay, cool. Okay. As far as I've been able to ascertain, the official record of this cave case gives cave. no indication. <clears throat> I know. Cave. Cave. This cafe gives no indication as to whether or not the youthful brothers reported the odd experience to their parents or what, if any, reaction they had. It would be easy to surmise that their parents, like most adults when confronted with a story as extraordinary as this, would be quick to dismiss the entire affair as nothing more than a dream, the byproduct of the, their children's overactive imaginations. Of course, what makes this l less likely to be the case is the fact that they both saw it, and dreams right. are yeah. not infectious. So wait, so wait, they didn't, they didn't tell, wait, what are they saying? I here? don't know. I assume that they had to report it to somebody, otherwise how would yeah, it have been handed down? Right, right. that's what I'm saying. So, well, I'm just saying story as far as, well, I, I found it mm, online no. and there years ago, and it just struck me as being so interesting and odd. And some things, you can find little tidbits online or in an old paperback or any number of yeah. sources that I usually go to. Someone must have told and then somebody. You can research and research. Absolutely, somebody told somebody. And I doubt these kids called the Flying Saucer Review on their own. Right. So, <clears throat> so just because the account doesn't actually mention 
you know how the parents you know found out or if they found out or, yeah. or if they told a guidance counselor at school or a teacher or a friend's parent i don't know okay right okay but i can assume that you know it would be very easy to say this is just you know you had a bad dream nothing to worry about though as a parent if both of my kids come to me like dad we both had this thing happen i mean okay maybe back then in 64 or 65 or 65 or whatever parents are a little bit more you know dickish and just like hey go to bed but if my kids come at me with that, I'm going to be like, we got to talk about like, the fuck. We got to figure this well, out. Well, you're extraordinarily open minded, even for a contemporary parent. Well, yes. Well, yeah. True. I well, am, generations I am are different. Dickens, so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I would, you know, just do better for your kids. That's all I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 1960, dear 1965. Dear yeah, parents, you are ruining your children. Fucking get it together. Indulge. An entire way. generation of kids that weren't hugged by their parents. I and understand that. Triangular shit in their bedroom. I, I don't think it was a lack of hugs that I made think, the triangle come. I think come. it was a psych- social, psychological so are you turn saying, of events. Are you saying this the pyramid lack, the was lack kind of, of like love? Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> like, like Mary Poppins <laughs> showing up at two yeah. unloved British children's yeah. homes so that their mm. parents would just pay more attention to them and care? So their stodgy dad would take him kite flying? I don't know, maybe. Oh, is maybe. this thing the real Mary Poppins? Is this what the Mary Poppins is based on? Could be, In yeah. the future? Could be. Teleported to the past? Yeah. For a book that was written, I don't know how many years before. Yeah, wasn't it like 19? 19- oh, I want to see the, the reality of Mary, like the real version of Mary Poppins where a triangle flows Triangle around. Poppins? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, guys. <laughs> Your parents didn't hug you enough. I want to hug you. What's, chomp, what's their chomp, deal? Chomp, chomp, chomp. Claws. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll All do right. it. So, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll fucking do, do it. it. Oh, my God. Okay. So anyway. Terrence and Broderick. Yes. Where are we with All right. Perhaps during the light of day, Terrence and Broderick might have been willing to accept such a prosaic explanation. If that, however, were the case, and I don't know that it was, then this illusion of normalcy would not last for long. The day following their nocturnal encounter, the boys were making their way home when they had their second run-in with this geometric anomaly. As the pair crossed a parking lot, they suddenly noticed the triangular thing lurking next to a parked car as if it were following them. Terrence stated Hmm. that the apex of the object reached approximately halfway up the window of the car and that it was next to, I'm sorry, that reached about halfway up the window of the car that it was next to and that it was no longer multicolored but completely black. This time, Broderick also noticed something new. He described the seemingly sentient triangle as having a nose or beak which protruded near the peak of what one must assume was its head. Mm. As if sensing that it had been discovered, the triangular voyeur turned voyeur. to watch the boys. <laughs> the triangular I, voyeur well, it's, it's staring at watching it's, children? Oh, no, I just funny. I can see you typing this going, how am I going to do it? Triangular voyeur. voyeur. I didn't call it a peeping tongue. No, I know. It's just funny. Uh, all right, Terrence. So that's kind of weird that they're broad daylight. They see this thing, and it almost sounds to me like like a, like they caught a glimpse of it, but it didn't necessarily catch them at first. And then it, they they kind of seized them, and it was like, oh shit, yeah, weird. Well, well you know, there's a that's lot kinda of strange. There's a lot of cases of of various sorts that involve either uh, paranormal entities or more often than not extraterrestrials, where. They are surprised at being noticed. Right. Like, they, they're fine. As if, as if they are aware of the fact that they have a certain camouflage, that most people can't see them, and when they recognize that they are being seen, yeah. they're like, they oh, are shocked shit. or startled right. or it's run away or, or sometimes even become more aggressive in approach. Right. This has happened in everything from, like, giant praying mantises to, well, the, you know, the jelly any man. number of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the jelly, jelly man, man. Totally. The jelly man. It's a perfect example of it. Like, you saw me? 
Oh, snap. Now, maybe at this point, and I'm sure that these things might have different agendas depending on, you know, where where their origins are, what their motives are. Right. Some of them might be like, oh, you can see me. You pose a threat. Mm-hmm. I've got to do something about it. That's me being pessimistic. Others might be like, you can see me. Let's talk. You know, right. no one can see me. You know, it's kind of like a a ghost that gets seen for the first time. In oh, like yeah. A yeah, number yeah. of movies like, oh, yeah, no, let's let's be friends. I'm lonely. I, I, we don't know what this thing's intentions were, or even right. if it's intelligent enough to have intentions. But obviously, it's it's a triangular terror. So well, it, it's terrifying the children. Yeah, but they're well, I mean, sure. I don't know what I mean to us if we if us are hanging out and well, whatever. I don't know right. if I'd be terrified if I saw a random triangle. I'd be ah, stunned. Crab, yeah. crab clawed triangle. I'd be like the fuck. Well, if it's snipping its claws and like waddling towards that. me, I'd know, be man. like, all right, I'm out. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I'll, know. I don't know. Well, let's. We're gonna. Uh, Talk about uh, something here, because okay. a long time ago, we kind of talked about this thing, and he described it to me. I'm like, dude, I think I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, and Chris found uh, what this thing possibly might be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's eerily similar. I'm it, like, it dude, did, I know what seen my, this before. It my mind. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll touch on that but, in a right. moment. So they see this thing in broad daylight. It is Everyone not, it is not a, is multi, a, a multicolored Ooh. series, like a Technicolor Dreamcoat of, of mini triangles. It is black. Move uh, changed possibly with apparently a beak like thing or just an extended triangle. I mean, what a child would think is a beak is just a protruding triangle mm-hmm. in all likelihood. So, what was it? What was it? What purpose did it serve? You know, we, we don't know. Okay, so the thing turns to look at the boys. Needless to say, the brothers did not wait to see if the thing intended to pursue them and dashed away from the scene. Much to their eternal relief, the creature did not take chase. Following the parking lot encounter in 1965, the pool pyramid, as we've dubbed the entity on our site, Cryptopia.us, mm-hmm. yep. it was never reported again. So this is these two sightings by the, Just by the them Drews too. brothers. Yep. At least as far as, as far as I know and, and as far as I've been able to ascertain, nobody else has reported seeing a crab-clawed triangle. I don't know if it had feet. I don't know if it was floating. We, we, we just don't it know. Doesn't, yeah. But what we are left with are a tantalizing set of questions as to the object's origins and intentions. Due to its utterly unique physiology, it's difficult to surmise that the being, or it is not difficult to surmise that the being was likely a non-biological entity. We don't know. As Mark said, it could have been an organic robot or, or whatever. You want you to be like earlier. a cyborg? No, it, I mean, it, I, mean it, I don't know what all if, life forms look like throughout yeah. the universe. Especially if you're dealing with something, if it's if it's uh, hyper, ultra, interdimensional, whatever dimensional thing you want to go right. with, you don't know what the, what what they're gonna be made up of. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'd like to think they're flesh and bone, but they're probably not. They're yeah. a bunch of weird, sketchy triangles, like fucking like uh, uh like uh, DMT elves. The, the triangular, yeah, face the triangle things. D- yeah, that... when you go to the when you trip balls on DMT, and everyone has the same the, the the same shared trip of seeing these little triangular, uh, you know, like no, like hey, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, yeah, and everyone's all happy. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Well, well, welcome. We might have a social experiment we can try with that at some point. Uh, we'll see. I don't know how I, deep I, I want to go there. Yeah, no, I don't either. We'll save that for another. Let's table this. <sighs> Guys, there's no fun. Let's just table this. Nobody wants right? to have fun with I'm not Mark. saying 100% I don't, I don't like being insane. that I, I, I don't want to visit the Triangle Elves. I'm not saying 100% I don't want to. I'm just saying that right now I'm not ready to no, confirm that No, we can't have fun. That's fine. We're not going to Darien Lake either. I don't oh, care. now that's good because I fucking <laughs> hate Darien Lake. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being mean. That can close forever, as far as I'm concerned. Fun. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I want to do no, it. I know. Or, I, I don't want to smoke team team myself. I, I assume, care. based on the the earthbound knowledge that we are stuck with, that this is likely technology, either pre-programmed, maybe self-aware. I don't know from but, well, this, this triangle because geometric, sharply geometric things are not 
you know, usually organic on Earth. No, it's true. But that, no, but on, on Earth, it's from Earth. But yeah. as we're as we're gonna prove mm. to you what it is, right? <laughs> Not really, but all right. But it could be. Was this entity a pre-programmed robot fulfilling some as yet unknown function or a life form with biology so foreign to Earthlings that we erroneously assume that it is synthetic or is it just a technological creation hailing from Earth? Here's This is where I get a little sci-fi, but did it escape from some mid-60s British equivalent to the contemporary U.S. DARPA lab? No. Was it on a reconnaissance mission from another planet or dimension? Mm-hmm. Or, like the world's most famous fictional extraterrestrial, was this simply an individual that was lost and afraid on a world that it was as incomprehensible to it as this thing was to the Druce brothers? Sure. I think the most important question we have to ask, though because it's impossible to really know its origins, is why was it so preoccupied with a pair of grammar school siblings? Yeah, it's only, yeah, these, what's it's the only deal? these two that, that see it. So, yeah, as far as we know. I mean, other people might have. It might have yeah, visited a lot of people. Yeah, it seems like they, they saw it during the day near a car. There's clearly, they're not alone in a parking lot. There's got to be other people in the area. Maybe for, um, it's, are, are, these, are, are these kids, is their perception... Different from people around them, possibly, and that's why they're able to see this thing. A lot of people would suggest that's the, the truth. Hmm. And are they special for some? Or is it? Is this like some time traveling apparition? I mean, isn't that a thing with parent with paranormal stuff where it's like I think you said it before, like you know, kids can feel the souls of ghosts. A lot or of whatever. people say that. A lot of people Ooh, say kids, due to their see, innocence, know, uh, are able to be more perceptive. I have talked to uh, the parents of children in in certain capacities that claim that their kids are, you know, they, they accompany them almost everywhere because they see things like dead people going to Sixth Sense or, or, or other apparitions that like are inhuman. People, that... people, people I've met and interviewed really? that, that say that, um, that they weren't sure if they believed their children at first, but the f- genuine fear me- makes, them, makes them much more protective. But as these children got older, and it's just two separate cases that I've right. encountered yeah. like this. Um, one of them, it stopped altogether, okay. and they no longer saw things by the time they entered middle school. And the other one, it it, uh, it dissipated a lot. Like it Man. still occasionally happened, and, and and oddly enough, more often than not in public bathrooms. Again, another story for another time. Wow, weird. But, like the father would always escort the kid into a public bathroom and would see some terrifying things. Sometimes that could be linked back to genuine people that had died that used to frequent these places. Jesus, really? We were going off down what a rabbit kind? hole. Here. Yeah, this is a whole new level of fucking yeah, bathroom. Yeah, 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 Jesus. yeah ba- like, uh, I, it makes me glad that I'm not sensitive. Some people say this this that children are just more apt to see these things and are just more open to it. I think that's perhaps true, but I I also think that uh Cuz if this is some sort of weird paranormal, I, I don't know, triangular demon or whatever, like it, yeah. it, there's or nothing angel as, or an, well, okay, yeah, or angel or goblin, a weird nephilim. Uh, it could be, could be us. Yeah, I don't know one. if I subscribe to that kind of thing. Like, I think I mean, if there's something you can find out where you can tap something open. in the brain to access some extra sensory stuff. That's one thing, right? But I don't think that any right. The world is based on what exists, what you can see, right? Well, we, we all, don't base well, things we on all agree on that we. Right, so I I don't agree on something that said that it has to exist only for you have to believe in it for it to be there, right? Or extra believe, or else you're not getting it, man. You don't super believe. Like I I I don't 
subscribe to that. Nor do I subscribe to the idea that that children are all universally these right. bastions of open-minded innocence. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily. Well, be, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Right, I don't one hundred percent wholeheartedly believe in any of this. I'm of just tossing ideas. Out, no, no, so. no, no. I'm just saying yeah. the, the elements. I'm skeptical. Right. About. All right. So we'll wrap this up and then we're going to move on. Whether the pool pyramid was an ambassador, an explorer, a conqueror, or something beyond our ability <laughs> oh, to fathom, it's a possibility. I, As, I love the way you write. You bring a, an ambassador, a conqueror, an explorer. It's, it's so good. Uh, These are the options. Hero, the conqueror. <laughs> you guys fuck with two kids and purple. <laughs> Sweet conqueror, dude. <laughs> I didn't uh, say a successful I, conqueror. No, but I, like, I never once said. You listen. You uh, paint a beautiful uh, literary picture, and I for you. a second I just see the, the yeah. triangle like on human skulls. There's like <laughs> conqueror, and then like it's like, explorer. It's hanging out with like, Chris Columbus yeah. and like Lois and Clark and shit. I told Lewis and Clark. It was a Lewis and Clark explorer. It was a Superman passage. Freudian slip. I was reading Superman That's fair. last night. All right. All as right. is all too often the situation in cases such as this, we'll likely never know the answers behind this inexplicable creature's motives or genesis. Now, here, the the last time we brought this up, uh, it was on our, our elder podcast, our, our now defunct podcast. Chris said... I think I might know what this is. In Chris- and then he produced <laughs> I, I one know. of the greatest books he ever, pulled out ever written in the goddamn English language. Monster Manual. The official I, I did. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual, Volume Two. Yeah, for the record, in by the one and only Gary Gygax. Yeah. yeah. So look, I understand you're going. Oh my god, they're really reading a Dungeons and Dragons book. But I'll tell you what, nerds are some of the most fastidious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and people when well it comes to their, until their nerddom. So yeah. oh, totally. So Chris managed to hunt to his own personal Monster Manual, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, Volume Two, and come up with this. And he dug this creature out, and it fits to the T. What this thing kind of is? There is now. Now, and of course, we recognize that while these are all ostensibly fictional creatures, like Chris just said, a lot of these legends. I can't specifically right. state for this one, but a lot of these legends are based on real mythology, legends. Yeah, so there could possibly be some truth behind this. There, there might be, but it's just, it's interesting. And what we're talking about are uh, creatures called madrons. And I'm just going to read just a little bit here from the beginning. Now, there's a bunch of them. There's all sorts of, there's circles and rectangles, and they sort of look like uh, just crosses between geometric shapes and rods. You know, those flying weird yeah, they have yeah. wings and little claws yeah. and, and, and all record, sorts of things. And for the record, I think these were definitely created by math nerds. Oh, like very math likely. Nerds. Like, well, yeah. I want to make a triangular system here of a demon. And they and fucking made it. Before people start putting well. on their, their, their debunking hats, I want everyone to always have their skeptic vest on. Yes, a skeptic. Uh, well, vest. I know I always wear my skeptic, but the thing is, is that people, you can you can you yes. can describe a monster that's it's hairy and it's got some ear or whatever, and I, you can find a million things in this monster manual, but but this a fucking triangle very is specific. specific yes. But I but uh, what <laughs> I want what I want to state for the record <laughs> is that triangle. this book was published in 1983. <laughs> mm-hmm. the The brothers, the brothers Drew, had their sighting in 1965. But the yeah. report was in 70, 70- and the report was in 72. So if these, but that has nothing to do with it, the, these, so, these these boys didn't happen to stumble across a monster manual. No, exactly, infected their imaginations and or inspired a hoax. But it is possible that these advanced D and D math nerds, while they were looking for a way to to come across to, to make these geometric monsters, they happen to come across this UFO sighting. Possibly, it's, it is a it is a possibility in, that you can't book, rule out. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, I hey, mean, here we 
they, they probably AD researched all sorts of mythology texts, and and maybe they got a hold of some flying saucer review totally. back issues. Who knows? Yeah, I know. Could what be. Who knows? All right. So the 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 Modrons. The plane of Nirvana is a plane of balance and absolute order. It is equally hot and cold, equally light and dark, and made of equal parts solid and liquid. The chief inhabitants of this plane are known as the the Modrons or Modrons. Modrons. Yeah. Uh, and live sure. in a rigid caste system under the absolute rule of Primus the One, which, yeah. by the way, is Dude. fucking awesome. Yeah. Primus the look, One. Look at the picture of Primus the One, because he, he looks awesome. <laughs> so so I'm not going to go on and on with this, but basically there is the monodrone, which is circular, the duodrone, which is like rectangular. They're all cycloptic, but we get to the tridrone, which is... Uh, uh, well, I'll just read it. The, tri- the tridrone appears as a three-sided pyramid with spidery arms and legs, which in this illustration are decidedly claw-like. I, They're pinchers. I know. Their main function is to supervise the lower order of yeah. Modrons. So it goes on and on. Uh, you know, they're heads of the armies of Nirvana and this and that. But this illustration is of a three-dimensional triangular creature with three legs, three arms, uh, a single eye on each side. So I guess it's uh, quad-eyed or whatever, and a mouth on each side. Those pinchers, though. But those pinchers and the fact that it's triangular. I know. Are very vi- So when Chris it's showed freakish. us this photo yeah, after we, we originally like, discussed this. It's a fucking bull pyramid. It was like, holy shit. Well, yeah, this is clearly a tridrome. And it's funny. I mean, it's not. I mean, these kids were not influenced by a book that... It wouldn't be published for nearly 20 years, well, no, but, but if, it's fascinating. But if, again, if the math nerds were yeah. were influenced by oh, by their experience, that's kind of cool. I, you know? I always love, one of the things I've always done when we, we founded uh, American Monsters back in the day and then moved on to Cryptopia, <clears throat> is I love to uh, find not only um, just the eyewitness accounts of what people you know, ostensibly legitimately saw in their real life, but also what pop culture influencer time. Like if somebody sees a humanoid aquatic thing come out of a lake, I will do my best to find a TV guide from that area and right. see if Creature from the Black Lagoon was playing at that time. Yeah. It's it, it, To me, to paint a full picture, not to debunk it, not to say that all of this is fake, but just to paint a full picture to know what the circumstances were and what the, the eyewitnesses' in, influences and uh, exposure was really helps you just paint a complete picture of any yeah, kind of encounter totally. like this. In this case... These kids were not influenced by a book that hadn't been made yet, no. but it's fascinating to think that this account might have influenced the artists and writers of the book. Yeah, totally. As to what this thing is, it's impossible to tell. Is it a robot? Uh, it might be with pinchers and the fact that it's geometrically dude, again, exact. Hype, dude, we are the interdimensional pod. So Clearly. Hyper, ultra, inter, whatever kind of dimensional being this possibly could be. Maybe maybe it came down. Maybe it didn't. Maybe, like you said, maybe it was a robot from uh, their own DARPA labs. That, w- that would be interesting. Could yeah, be. but it just keeps disappearing. No, yeah, yeah, that, that alludes that, to like, dimensional. I, I don't know how it advanced robotics does, were in '65, yeah. even in the most advanced labs, and uh, teleportation kind of seems to rule that out. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be, I, but I, I guess. guess. Teleportation I rules out what? Teleportation now? rules out that it was a, an Earth created robot, right. in my opinion. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. Nothing can be 100 percent ruled out. I'm pretty sure this is now, either extraterrestrial or interdimensional. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm fairly sure it's an automaton and not biological. No way to know. Right, right. This is just wild speculation. I find it interesting. Like, why in the dead of night in this kid's room is this a multicolored? Is it is it is it just the way it naturally looks? Is it trying to appear yeah, more friendly? Why know. is it black during the day? It's not necessarily a camouflage, unless it was laying flat on the parking lot. 
Right. What, what is this beak-like protrusion? What, what What function uh, does this have? Maybe if it absorbs kind of light like a black hole, then it's going to look black. That's a possibility. And then maybe sure, at some idea. points it reflects. And what form of locomotion does it employ? Because they never mention me, its, its legs yeah, it or like it wheels right. or does it float? It's like a how, possibility. How, I mean, how else in nature would a triangle move? It, it, well, it, in there, nature, triangles <laughs> don't move. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. Yeah. Unless... It's powered by the souls. Yeah, of the dead or it's like a like oh it's a, like a Dalek. It's just the outer. Oh yeah, like a Dalek. That's true too. Yeah, that's true. Is this it's armor or it. a shell? Is it what? a spacesuit? An environmental Doctor suit? Doctor Who was definitely on in the seventies. Oh yeah, or sixty-five. Or yeah, or sixty-five. Yeah, that was what Doctor. Oh, I don't. know. That was the first Doctor. It had to have been. You could find out. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I have no idea. I love Doctor Who, I'm just but try- I'm, I'm, I'm not a historian. I'm, I'm not a lore. Like, okay, that, that if far these back. kids, if this is a hoax, if this is a prank, like what would be their point of reference to do it? And obviously, pop culturally speaking, Doctor Who would be the one. Oh, right? absolutely. Who knows? Maybe they had some weird though sci-fi show on that time that we don't know of in America. Well, there was that show, but I, I don't know if it was on sixty-five called UFO, which was actually a great old British sci-fi show. I don't know if there were any floating triangles. Okay, wait a minute. I'm doing my uh, I'm doing my Doctor Who research right now. Okay, since okay. Uh, Doctor Who, British science fiction television program with any produced by the BBC since 63. So, yeah, this was definitely... So, two years in... I mean, is it possible maybe? that they were influenced by the most fundamental of Who villain, the Dalek? They, they I don't aren't, think the, I don't they the aren't triangular, showed up, but though. they're triangular-ish. No, the Daleks were... Well, I don't know what year. You have to yeah. find out what Well, yeah, well, they're more like a... Yeah, uh, I mean, they're dildo. sort of like a, or like <laughs> a, dildo. a wide like, well, dildo. Yeah, yeah. It's a dildo with lots of little French ticklery things on the side. No, but and a plunger. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I can see, dude. If your brother's in a shared room, like, dude, you see that fucking? Yeah, especially six. I mean, That's what I mean, they, they, like, they weren't like sixteen yeah. and thirteen. They were young. Exactly. So it, 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 I mean, yes, it's a possibility that the younger brother just went with it. I mean, th- these are things that I would love to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we were that so, young. Yeah, totally. So what were they? They were seven and six. So they were close in age, but both very young. Yeah. Uh, second and first grade, basically. Um, it's it's odd. Like, may, maybe one was just corroborating the others. Maybe they conspired to pull a prank on their parents. But unless their parents were really gullible, a why would they believe it, assuming they know about it, which, again, we don't know, and, and why would they report it to a higher authority? Even if it is just a UFO investigator. I mean, because that's exposing your family to a great deal of ridicule and public scrutiny that yeah, most sure. people would avoid, like, the plague. Um, well, so Doctor Who Daleks, it looks like they were first introduced, uh, episode, six episodes, first Doctor. Okay, uh, so that, that was... a year. I'm well, if it started in 65, then... It started in 63. Or 63, then it's well within... I'm just trying to find a if year... Well, you said it was in the first season or whatever, right? first season, yeah, but I'm trying to... I well, the British seasons I, I wanna, are a little I want to confirm a year, though. Let's see, but, the, but the British have a long and illustrious history of science fiction television. Yeah, totally. Space 1999. We're speculating yeah. a Dalek because we're fucking complete nerds and love Daleks. Well, oh, and also minute. because we're trying to just find legitimate answers at as to kids what that were like in kindergarten right. seeing shit. Especially if, like, yeah, you much. know, they were up late at night, happened to catch it. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a specific day or month. It's just. 65 yeah, that's yeah, all we know uh, 
if we found out that an episode with the Daleks aired like around the night that time, yeah, I mean, like, that would have, I mean, it scared me when I was a kid what, seeing it on PBS. It would have terrified me. What year yeah. was, was this again? 65. 65. Doctor Who and the Daleks is a 1965 British sci-fi film directed by That's the Peter Cushing Gordon. one. Yeah. Gordon Fleming? It's Gordon Fleming, yeah. yeah. No shit. So 65 was the Daleks. Well, no. The, the, no, the yeah, movies that's came after their popularity on the TV show. So the initial Doctor dealt with the Daleks on the TV show. This proved so popular and such a pop culture phenomenon that they quickly decided, like they oh, do with lots of classic okay, British right. TV shows, right. they turned it into a feature film. Okay, which kind of the, Peter Cushing, which would, who could have been, by the way, one of the greatest Doctor Who's awesome, ever. Yeah. But they played him like a fuddy-duddy old. And, and it wasn't like the same, right? He like no. it wasn't like a time he was just, an just old, a dude, old yeah. scientist with his yeah, granddaughters. What's funny is I just looked at Peter Cushing. I'm like, man, that guy looks like. Tarkin. Yeah. It's just yes. Christ. Because <laughs> it's fucking time. Tarkin. That guy looks awful lot like Tarkin. <laughs> I fucking love he, Peter Cushing. Why is he Tarkin? Okay, so when this happened, Daleks were around. It's so a possibility, possibility. Okay, yeah. that it was it maybe even in their okay. subconscious. But then again, there's also people. Like, remember, and I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but not too far. With the skyship phenomenon in the 1800s, people weren't seeing classic UFOs. They were seeing ships, you know, right. that had like propellers and and balloons on Manned them. Manned by yeah. Italians. Manned by yeah. Italians like or blimps. Asians. Like oh, oh like a possible you. blimp in a 24. Why did I bring or it I up? I believe as Rob <laughs> called it a pre-Hitlerian blimp. Did I? And then Chris re- did you Chris, say Hitlerian? Chris requested the knowledge of a pre-danger blimp. Oh boy! Yeah, which right. neither of which can be confirmed. Danger blimps. All right, goddamn you and your blimps. Danger, my danger, point is this: danger, danger blimp. That's a good song. <laughs> Pre-Hitlerian danger. Blimps. That's the Thundercats, in case you didn't know. Yeah, totally. all right, that's wonderful. My point is this: there are some people that suggest that these ultra-terrestrials, as they're sometimes known, or these trickster demons or demigods or whatever they might be, actually steal things from your imagination and manifest themselves in a way that they think will either comfort and or frighten people. Right. Now, this is a big, broad-spectrum thing. It absolutely deserves its own episode, and good Lord knows that we'll eventually probably get to it. But that just basically means that these could be nondescript, interdimensional and or occult entities that mm. that might have stolen something uh, from the child's mind oh, man. that frightened them or triangles or, 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 triangles well, and if, if they were Dalek esque is all I'm saying. Again, I'm going out on a limb here. Terrence, I, I don't love King Crab. <laughs> Our King Crabs are terrifying. Fucking triangles. Perfect British Let's accent. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's that go is bed, flawless. Terrence. Go to bed, Terrence. Is it Terrence or what, Terrence, what was Terrence, 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 Terrence Broderick? Broderick, go to bed. I don't know who's oh my god, that. you guys are like That's the worst. Oh, Monty Monty go, go to sleep. <laughs> If I got to come in this fucking room, I'm going to beat your fucking bloody. Oh, my God. You like that? That was very stuff for Let's go that back does, to the parenting. That's the father that doesn't <laughs> hug his goddamn kid. Right. right. Let's wrap this nightmare That's why you up. hug your kids, goddamn. Yeah, tell so them they, you love them. Tell them you're proud. So they don't see triangles with claws. They won't have fucking podcasts about shit that doesn't exist. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> shit that doesn't exist. Oh, goddamn. Wow. That's funny. Nah, At least joking. I said things that probably do Actually, my, my mom does listen to this podcast. So she does? Yeah, she does. She oh, checks, yeah, she checks all the time. Bless your heart. Carol. Yeah, thanks, Ma. Yeah. Love you. Thanks, Carol. Um, yeah, all right, cool. There you have it. Um, I don't know what it well, is. Well, shit. Interesting, I don't know what it but is it's, it's, it's super interesting. It's kind of a weird little, uh, you know, kind of like what we do with this, these weird little offshoot sightings that I just kind them. of pop up. And the weird part is, too, is the way that a lot of these things get described is they're so goddamn bizarre. 
Oh, absolutely. That they just don't make any sense. It's I mean, bad you have shit. a couple things coming well, up that really, really don't make any sense. But this is a particular peculiarly. Yes, it is peculiarly. It is peculiarly. The, the peck or lack of peck. Mm. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Triangle, yeah. crab claws. Yeah, because nothing's colored. a triangle. Not a no, tack. Like when something says humanoid, you're like, okay, but it's like. Not uh, it's a scalene trapezoid attacked Billy. I'm like, scalene trapezoid. Fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's really weird. And again, it hasn't been. Uh, it hasn't happened since. So, as far as we know, as far as we know, it hasn't happened. Since. I, I would say, literally, for every uh, reported encounter with a, with a cryptid, a UFO, an alien, an interdimensional being, I would say, in being conservative, there are 15 that are unreported. And that's me being yeah. extremely conservative. It's probably more like twenty or higher. Totally, most people don't report things. And, yeah, and with no, good that can reason. be. But uh, yeah. so so maybe other people in this neighborhood or in their whatever in in the general area pool saw something and just would not come forward for fear of ridicule or any number <coughs> of reasons. But we don't know. No, no. And if you happen to have any more information on the pool pyramid, or if you run into some weird um, shape. Shape, yeah. hyper, hyper Euclidean shape with arms. Thing. Euclidean, yeah. If you, have, if, you have, if you have any information on this, let uh, us know. Water safari. Uh, hit us up. And, Never uh, go there. <laughs> water safari. Please stay away. Uh, See so yeah, if you have any more information. Hit us up on the socials: uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, our, our website actually has an email that you can email us there. But any information you got, let us know. We're always excited to hear oh, from you guys. Oh, we love it. We love all the follow-up, too, which is cool. There's a lot of episodes that um, – a lot of past episodes. We have people hitting us up with a lot of other information, which absolutely. is really cool. Absolutely, and if, it's, so, if yeah. it's significant enough, we will absolutely update our totally. listeners. Totally. So, okay, there you have it. Thank you for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. Uh, remember, be sure to rate and review this on uh, Apple iTunes and uh, Apple Podcasts. Coming soon, we're going to have an Alexa skill uh, where when you talk to your Alexa, you're like, Alexa, play the Kryptonaut Podcast. Alexa will answer you because right now she does not. Oh, hot damn. But we will have a skill coming up soon. I, I don't know. Uh, we are available on Spotify. Uh, Stitcher Radio, as mentioned, iTunes, YouTube, and coming up, guys, we're going to be a part of iHeartRadio. Oh, <gasps> sweet. Actually, by the time this comes out, we may already be on iHeart. I don't awesome. know. Although, I think our iHeart just took a Didn't dive. Didn't just file a, I think a bankruptcy? bankruptcy? Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Hey, whatever. I don't care. Just carry me on your stupid app, iHeart. I can give two shits. Oh, gee. Wow. That, now, wow. come on. Now, they you do. just went we the got, other way. Because we, we, we got Spotify. Spotify's where it's at. Is that, Dude, wow. is that the scene? Looking, I don't is wanna, that where the hipsters go? I don't want to talk inside shop. And so, iHeart is the unloved child, and you're being the, the non-huggy dad. Oh. Way to go. You're now right. it's going to be triangles. You're right. I should I should hug iHeartRadio. I don't want to be inside numbers guy, but Spotify for us is really good. Well, awesome. Spotify is All really right, good favorite for us. child. <laughs> so there you have it. Thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs> no, <come on. laughs> really? No, I right. thought you guys were going to have something. You all, all looked right. at me. I'm like, I'm just. Uh, you got no shit. I, I had a good going out. I'm just talking to you soon. Then we can end on that. It's note. still good. Oh, I will not care. be lectured. I've already been hurt. Stop yelling. Why, why are you hurt? Can you hug me, please? I will hug you. I know. All right. All right.